The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflection. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life. Some of them are very expensive, like this one, and others are less expensive, like the ones that are going to come from Captain Chris. I just want you to know how much money we put into this. Uh, the bottom line to our sound effects is we do them because they're fun. That's why we do them. We review the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Uh, if he would come back before I finish this announcement, I'm okay. I mean, I think that's fantastic. Those that love the Lord's returning, they receive a crown. I'll take that all day long. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't. If we're listeners and not doers, you can figure that out by just thinking about what the pastor talked about yesterday and how much you've already forgotten. That'll help you right there. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Uh, We pay the bill. And then also Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. I mean, really, you need to know more than that. That's it right there. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. And we kind of just don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, that process. The process when after you left church and you got on the road, did you keep it going? That's what we want to talk about. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we want you to have an opportunity to share it with us. We don't want it to die of loneliness. All you got to do is reach out to us. You call 972-445-0770. Maybe you have a prayer request or a praise report. You call the same number. We'll pray with you. We'll talk with you. The reason that we do that is because God answers prayers, and when we have more faith working together, that's just a better thing. So we encourage you to call 972-445-0770, and of course, when you do make that phone call, you'll be talking to Captain Chris, and then you know you're sailing in the right direction. See how good that sounds? Just, it's just natural. Uh, text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org, which leads us to our website, a place that you can give, but more importantly, a place where you can get the book at a good discount, 99 cents if you have a Kindle. Not too shabby. Not too bad. Go to hemustincrease.org. 
Website, he must increase dot org, he must increase dot org. Email David at he must increase dot org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. Now, I want to actually open up uh, talking about something because we had somebody who listens to our show on a regular basis is one of our supporters, so reach out, send uh, uh, an email to me, letting me know that some of the prayers that we've been praying together, the Lord has answered. And so it's it's a blessing. And see, the thing is, sometimes people want to share those prayers publicly, and sometimes they want to keep them private. If you want to keep them private, you can email me. You can go to the website and send it. There's a form there that says Contact Dave. There's different ways to do it, and I'll be praying for you. I mean, it's not like I'm going to sit there 23 hours and 59 minutes of the day praying for you because I like to eat, so that's probably not going to happen. But the idea behind that is that we pray and we have faith together. If any time, at any point you do that, you contact us, and you do have something that you want people praying for, we have people that pray, we want you to be able to reach out to us and just give us updates, because that helps us know how to keep praying with some wisdom. It's always a good thing. Okay, the last thing I want to say before we get into our uh, material, we'll do our Bible trivia in the next segment, is one thing I have noticed, this trend that is going on. So I've been in media for 10 years, which is 10 years too long. And the idea behind it is I always watch little trends. Here's the new trend, and I want you to be aware of this. The new trend is that all the news outlets, not some of the news outlets, all, okay, how many is all? All the news outlets are now doing stories about other news outlets. Not kind of 30%. And that's an enormous, enormous, enormous amount. So my encouragement is if you're a person that gets into the websites and gets into news and you listen to all that and you're hearing stuff about other news outlets, I just want you to understand the height of narcissism that that is. And when you're really happy when another news agency takes a blow on the chin, you're way too involved in the worldly process. Pull it back. Build the kingdom of God. It's not about Jim Acosta falling on the on the floor off of a banana. I'm just trying to tell you that. Okay? All right, just being honest, let's get into the text. We are in Colossians. Remember, I switched it up from Thessalonians and Colossians. Did Thessalonians last Thursday. Now we're doing Colossians, and this text is fantastic. It says this in Colossians, we are in chapter 3, and we're going to look at verse 23. Whatever you do, work at it with your whole being for the Lord, and not for men, because you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Let's stop there and just kind of Pick it apart, or what do they say now? Let's unpack this. I mean, so that's one of the things that a lot of pastors say, which is fun. Here's the bottom line. Whatever you do, whatever you're working at, you do it with your whole being. Yesterday at our church at Stillwater Community Church, Pastor Kurt, he taught on uh, praising God with your whole being. Really important to understand what that means because you think, uh, my whole being. You're talking about a green bean? You're talking about a string bean? No, your whole being, which is what? Your heart, soul, strength, and mind. How are you supposed to love the Lord your God? With your heart, soul, strength, and mind. So how is it that you should be uh, serving the Lord? With your heart, soul, strength, and mind. What's your heart reference? Eh? Most For many people, that's where your feelings are. <laughs> Some people, eh, 
but for most people, the heart or your feelings, your, your, your heart, your soul, your inmost being, that personality part of you separated, by the way, than your spirit. Your soul is who you are at the core on the inner being. Your soul is eternal. Your body is not eternal. Your soul is eternal. So the bottom line is that we worship the Lord our God and we work for the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our strength. What do you mean strength, Dave? Physical body. That's your strength. Yes, you can do have fun with that and evaluate how strong you are through a gym. That's fantastic. But the idea is that you use your physical strength unto the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, which means your thoughts. That means that your thoughts are committed to doing the work of the Lord and loving the Lord. So whatever you do, work at it with your whole being for the Lord, your heart, soul, strength, and mind. And then it says this caveat, which is really important, and not for men, which is the nice way of saying what you do for other people to be rewarded by other people is the biggest waste of time you could possibly think of. And by that, I mean this. It's not that serving other people is bad as long as you do it unto the Lord. But serving other people to get praise from people, that's wrong. You serve the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one that you are trying to honor. By what you do to bless other people, you do that as unto the Lord. Now, this last little section is a just a terrific section because we understand this being in this type of society where it says in verse 24, because you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as your reward. So many people often talk kind of humorously about, oh, I wish I had a rich uncle. If I had a rich uncle, what would I get? I would get a big inheritance. I wouldn't have to work. I'd do this. I'd do this. And many people have the inheritance fantasy pie in the sky living in their mind. The Lord is telling us, hey, there is an inheritance that you have. It is real. It's in the hand of God. It comes from God, which gives you the assurance that it will actually happen. It's not pie in the sky. It's not wondering. It's not thinking. It will happen. Do you get any of that inheritance now? I think a little. I think you get a little bit. Even the prodigal son got it up early. I mean, you don't know. But I think you get some now. You get most of it later. Why? Because it's for eternity, so that lasts longer. Remember, the best investment is the one that gives the most and lasts the longest. So if you're getting from God, it gives the most and it lasts the longest. Just that simple. So I encourage you and I encourage myself. I've been involved in, in, in inheritances before, and I've been cut out of them. <laughs> and, and I received a little bit of it, but it was uh, about 10%. So here's the bottom line. Not even 10%, but here's the bottom line to that. Whatever we do, we do it unto the Lord with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our strength, and with all our mind. We do it with our whole being. We do it in that way when we worship. We do it that way when we work for the Lord. We do it that way when we love the Lord, which is God's wonderful way of saying you can't keep any part of your life separated away from me. Anything. You say, what do you mean anything? Anything. All of it is unto the Lord. And you do it for the Lord, to honor the Lord, to glorify the Lord, and to, at least in the minimum capacity, communicate to the Lord your appreciation for the Lord. 
You don't do it to get the praise of people because the praise of people is nothing but a very temporary and very dangerous lie. And we know who the father of lies is. We do it so we can receive from the Lord an inheritance that is guaranteed, safe, and secure for all eternity. You have to love that. All right, folks, we'll take a break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What can you do? Well, you, you recognize as your brother that just hearing you say that I hoodwinked you is, of course, satisfaction for me alone. So it's not like I need something beyond that. I think that works for me. And it's on the air and it's recorded. Back to the dust with these. The David Spoon Experience. You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. On God Country, Texas, 770 KAAM. David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. All right. I hope you guys had a good weekend. I hope there was some honoring there for the people that had given their lives and for the things that our country have been been through in the last 20 years. It has been some kind of ride uh, from everybody's point of view, let's do our first trivia question. See if you guys can get this one very straightforward. So nothing, nothing sneaky yet. 
when Mary of Magdalene first saw the risen Jesus, who did she think he was? When Mary of Magdalene first saw, Al stepping in before I even get it finished. Good job. Good job, bro. Praying for you often. When Mary of Magdalene first saw Jesus, who did she think he was? That is the question. If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770 or you can text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email to david at he must org. Okay. Uh, we're going to do our DNA, because we haven't done DNA in Saturday, Sunday. By the way, I do want to point out that Steve, one of our faithful listeners, said, Dave, you're wrong on your math. Right? I mean, this is how bad I am, right? I've done this for two Years. Well, actually, let's say, all right, let me explain to you. On Friday, the show will be two and a half years old. But we started the 90-minute versus the 60-minute broadcast on January, like, 11th, okay? So this particular, particular boo-boo is really from January 11th, but all the way. He says, you keep saying 72 and a half hours. He goes, it's 70 and a half hours, because 72 hours would be three full days, and then minus an hour and a half. <laughs> see? Did you see why I didn't go into math? You see, you see, you see, you see that? I'm asking Captain Chris, you see, you see why I stay away from that realm? It's like, I was like, oh, well, for two years I've been doing that wrong. <laughs> math is hard. Yeah, math is hard. Right? I mean, if it's if it's addition or subtraction, uh, it's okay if I can do it in a food capacity. But once you start getting real numbers in there, I don't know. Uh, let's do our DNA because that is what we are made of. Uh, DNA D stands for draw closer to the Lord daily, 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 daily. Did you go to church yesterday? Great. You should be listening today. If you're listening today, you're doing a great job. If you're not listening, you should be listening. Oh wait, well you couldn't hear that because you're not listening. That's besides the point. The point is this: draw closer to the Lord daily because you need to spend daily time with the Lord. Give us this day our daily bread. Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, 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 never. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that you're doing it towards other people, not towards yourself. You're being sensitive to the Lord, connected to the Lord, and willing to be used as a vessel of the Lord. And using that, focusing, thinking on other people's problems. You know the problem you're going through right now, the one you're going through right this second. You want to reduce its power real fast? Stop thinking about that and get involved in other people's issues. Ah! That's just, I'm usually, that's crazy. Nope, that's not crazy. There's all these little things like that that are just throughout Scripture. Like, they're so practical. It's like, well, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. Uh, trivia question. A lot of people are answering, and we'll ask it one more time. Uh, when Mary of Magdalene first saw the risen Jesus, who did she think he was? If you think you know the answer, you can call in. Or, and then you call in, you call 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We're rolling for a Monday. I'll tell you that. Now, this next part, portion, people are going to go, Whoa. maybe not quite with that high wine, but in that ballpark. Okay. 
Here's the next portion. This is actually the closeout on Colossians chapter 3. So we just did 23 and 24, which was, or which we were teaching, is whatever you do, work at it with all your whole being, with your whole being, with all of you, which means your heart, your soul, your strength, and mind. Do it for the Lord, not for men. You're serving the Lord Christ, not man. Now, I know you want to serve mankind, but the real serve mankind comes from the Outer Limits episode where they were all on the on the spaceship, and it says to serve mankind, and it was really just a cookbook because they were going to eat people. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is you serve people by honoring and serving God with the right spirit, you do it unto people, not to get praise from people. Because of that, you have an inheritance that will never fade away, a reward from the Lord, which is like, that's as good as you get right there. There's a reward from the Lord. Okay, A little, little rhyme right there. Verse 25, and the challenge, and here you're going to get a little bit of education, a little bit of theology. Whoever does wrong will be repaid for his wrong, and there is no favoritism. Now, just stop right there. Whoever does wrong will be paid, repaid for his wrong, and there is no favoritism. That's what it says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 25. Can't change it. Not going to change it. You can think about Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, which says, What a man sows, that shall he also reap. And then in your brain, you're thinking, you know, I've seen that show Earl. There's something about Earl or whatever that is. And he goes on this whole long thing about karma and talks about karma and this and karma that. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Except what Earl doesn't tell you is that causality karma— which means that you do something and then something happens in reply because you do that, that came about around 600 B.C. Biblical causality, quote-unquote karma, came around 500 years earlier. So nice try. Not exactly how that works, how karma works. And people are like, Buddhists are like, no, no, we have karma in our writings long ago. Had nothing to do with reciprocal in any capacity. Didn't have to do with causality. Simply had to do with deeds. That's 100% wrong. Okay, so it's just, yeah, that's wrong. Here's what's right. The scriptures, 500 years before they came up with it in anywhere else, and, and actually before that, because if you get into it, Job talks about it, and we're not even sure of the date on Job specifically, and just for the fun of it, it's already in Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, uh, uh, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, but I just it's just easy to use um, Ecclesiastes and Proverbs because it's just, just, just so many references to it. And here's the bottom line. What a man sows, that shall he also reap. That That is a principle. You're not going to change that. You do something that's really uh, malarkey bad, you're going to get uh, you're going to get uh, zapped for it. It's a nice way to say it. Now let me help you out. Well, does that mean that you're going to get your just due in regards to the sinfulness that you've created? No. Because God has mercy, and what is mercy but the sustaining or the postponement or the delineation of what you deserve? That's what mercy is. In other words, you deserve to get blasted, but God has mercy. And what is what does the Scripture say in James 2.13? Mercy triumphs over judgment. So you have judgment and you have mercy. In one corner of the ring is judgment, and the other corner of the ring is mercy. And then they meet in the middle, and mercy hits the uppercut. <laughs> and down goes judgment. Oh, can you get it? All right. 
Is that helping? <laughs> okay, good. Somebody on the phone to answer a trivia question. I should probably stop right now before I fly off the handle. All right, uh, let's uh, bring them through. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. Hi, Mary. <laughs> yeah, I thought somebody would call in, but nobody is, so... So there you are, and we're looking for the answer. We know you're going to know it because I have great confidence in you. So here's oh, here's oh, the question. You. You're welcome. Oh. When Mary of Magdalene first saw the risen Jesus, who did she think he was? The gardener. That is correct. <laughs> she thought that's the gardener. And it's like, yeah, see? Yeah. That's another interpretation right there that people see Jesus and think he's somebody else. <laughs> it happens yeah. all the time, right? How you feeling, by the way? Oh, well, I could be better and I could be worse. So, you know, I'm sort of in between the two. So I thank the Lord I'm I'm uh, better than I could be. Okay? Yeah, that's fantastic. See that attitude, Mary? That's why people learn from you. Because you, it could be worse and you're doing better than worse. And so you thank God for where you're at, not, not complain about where you're not at. That's great. That's a great oh. picture. Good job. How's your head doing? Is uh, it healing okay? Yes, it is. And thank you for asking. It was a couple of days where I was walking around and I felt like I had a, a birthday hat on the side of my head. Uh, but we got through that, and my wife's been checking it very closely every every couple of hours, actually, because uh, she's <laughs> she's just worried about. Oh, me. I and hope I wasn't. It was it wasn't too is. bad, but afterwards, when I did get home, because the 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 Tylenol or the ibuprofen wore out, afterwards I did have a headache, but on the outside, not the inside. <laughs> okay. But I'm doing better okay. now. Okay. Well, I'm I'm glad you're doing okay. You have to go back to the doctor and have it checked again. Yeah, but just for the checkup, everything looks really good. So I'm really blessed that it, it, they did an excellent oh, job good. right off the bat. Good, so, yeah. praise the Lord for that. Amen. I'm okay. very very thankful. All righty. Well, I'll, I'll let you go, and we'll we'll be listening. Okay. All right. Thanks, Mary. God bless. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Ah, she's so great. All right, so there you go. It was the gardener, and I always I like this in the sense that I don't know. I mean, I, somebody will have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know how close she was to Jesus. But I just find it amazing, you know. You what are you looking for? Who are you looking for? It's like, well, I'm looking for this guy Jesus. And it's like me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But she saw the guy. She didn't see it, and it's just like I, I always just in my mind think. You know, people look, but they don't maybe, maybe – the Lord has to help you dial in. That's kind of what it, I think it comes down to it's in order to really see it. So anyway. All right. So you guys heard my rant and rave about the whole karma thing. Just uh, don't ever get caught up in that causality karma about 500 years behind uh, uh, Solomon, just, just in case you're wondering. All right. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. You know, it's not just the audience that needs stuff. Sometimes the host needs a little bit of a, you know. A little Tell bit me the of... show's all about you. Well, this segment is. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not about the show. 
But I would say this segment, and it actually has a title for the DDD. It's called Joke Time. Is Christian humor allowed in teaching? We've actually had complaints. You know, oh, you can't teach the gospel and use humor. That's why Jesus called uh, James and John the sons of thunder, because it wasn't a humorous quip. You're right. Uh, Pretty bad exegetical process, but let's look at it. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. Proverbs 17, 22. A joyful heart is good medicine. A joyful heart is good medicine. You've heard that before. That's not new. You know that's the case. But what happens is people take these unique interpretations in Scripture, and they think that it applies to all processes. So somebody actually said to a member at our station, you can't use levity in the gospel proclamation because Paul says you can't do it in 2 Corinthians. And then it's like, "Eh, wrong answer. This is why we do the thing called read. That's always fun. And uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 7 says this, in case you were trying to figure out where did that word levity come from. It's only in one translation. It's actually never used in any other capacity. But here is what he was talking about. Was I fickle when I intended to do this? Or when I made my plans, did I make so in a worldly manner in the same breath as to say yes, yes, and no, no? The only time that the potential word levity is used is when Paul is talking about meeting with the Corinthians. And the one interpretation you could use is, was I using lightness? It's not really the word for levity, just in case you're wondering. But was I used, did I use lightness when I made my plans with you? In other words, was I kidding around when I made plans to come see you? No. That's what Paul said. Not, you can never use humor. So whoever kind of swapped those two together really, really needs really needs to like relax. I think that would be the key. And then for those that are just curious, you know, when the gospel talks about, this is kind of one of those classic things, when the gospel talks about making declaration and the foolishness of preaching, the word is moria, moria, from which we get the word silliness. So Paul's like, yeah, preaching the gospel for the Greek people and for the Jewish people in large, it's kind of like a silliness thing. Yeah, that's what he said. The David Spoon Experience.